Welcome everyone to episode one of season one, two, two, um, or game one, two, two, rather than season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but we'll keep going. I'm not going to ask Daryl to stop and restart it. Um, I am back. Yes. Um, the voice that you've all missed, um, especially Nathan. Um, Terry, let's start with you. Um, how does it feel having the reins taken off you, mate? Uh, wonderful absolutely <laughs> wonderful I, I couldn't have asked for more it's uh yeah it's nice it's nice to have change uh i've done it long enough and yeah it is a bit much a bit time consuming so yeah nice nice well, to have someone else doing it i mean i, I aim to please so that's just the way it goes uh daryl I, I could just i could just focus <laughs> on being miles better than you at ue so uh <sighs> I mean, it doesn't take much, to be honest. Early, the the order, the yeah, order is yeah, always... Welcome back, mate. <laughs> the order's always been you, me, Daryl, so it's all right. Um, <laughs> and speaking of Daryl being bottom of the pile, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. A few things going on at home. Broken boilers, visas, but you know what? It is what it is. We're all good. <laughs> it's, it is. Um, and just... not to do the same thing. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah literally. In the last, <laughs> last 24 hours, my boiler's caught light and my visa got rejected. So, ah. do, do you know, in terms of, so everyone understands the severity of it, his boiler near enough caught fire, yeah. near enough burnt down half of his house, um, and, and people won't block. even, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. And now he has no hot water and he can't wash. So, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I won't repeat myself. I mean, did you? Did you... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't it's think you wash anyway, well. but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as a special one-off, well, to be fair, I think he's been on quite a few times now. Um, it's Ben, the one and only UE Towers owning... Um, I want to try and give you a little bit more of a speech, but you've got Throne, you've got the game, you've got everything. So, Ben, welcome back. How are you doing? Hey, I'm all right. Good, nice. good. Good. Tell, tell me, um, what wine are you drinking tonight? Um, no wine tonight. What? Um, oh, I'm scared him off. He's with... listening to himself back it's drunk, and he's like, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. I've given up listening to myself back in these things. Um, <laughs> a little glass of whiskey and a uh, Doom Bar. Uh, whiskey? Oh, okay. Okay, what whiskey are you drinking? Uh, Doom Bar. Oh, did he say Doom Bar? Sorry, I, I thought I did not hear that last bit. Doom Bar and whiskey. Ah, okay. Oh, so yeah, that's what... There you go. Oh, nice. oh, so um, Doom Bar's an ale, isn't it? Yeah. So he's literally getting absolutely fucked. <laughs> well we did give him a heads up you you were hosting so yeah too, true, true, true. <laughs> i mean when i call him he wants to hang up so that that pretty much sums it all up um ben so the last time the guy I spoke to you was uh, i wasn't around but it was around christmas time mm-hmm. um could you just give us a little feeling in terms of the last three or four months how it's gone in terms of the ue towers um well working on 122 from the start of the year um so yeah it's been um been going pretty well and that was announced and yeah suddenly my life got more complicated but <laughs> do 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 you feel like one two one is is sort of running itself now um yeah um yeah it's it's smoother okay it, it, um, it's less maintenance than it was in the first couple of seasons yeah, still, still working. It's quite hard work still, but yeah, it's smoother than it was. So, so obviously, based on that, do you do you feel like two games is the max you can run being on your own at the moment, or do you feel like once it gets to a certain point, you can probably add another one? Um, there are other games running. Yeah, but in terms they're, of, they're um, not as busy, are they? Really? No, nothing. Um, do you have like a set point where you know that? now is the time that you can start to put like resources and your time to something new is there like a same set point or is it just by ear you kind of judge it do you have like a set point in a game where you're like okay this one i can control quite easy and it frees up this time or do you have is it just whenever um whenever it feels like the right time because since justin left um there have only been um i think four new games 
So it's just whenever it feels like the right time. And whenever I can, it's a lot of work setting up a new game. So when I've got the appetite for it. Okay. In, in terms of, in terms of one, two, two, what made you want to go legends and, and not do something different or, or do another hard format or an easy format? Because I'm, I think the conversations that you guys were having previously was you would consider, I'm not saying that this would happen, but you would consider um, adding the America, the South American leagues and, and, and the China leagues, et cetera, to, to be managed for an easy format. So what made you want to go legends? Um, I really like the last legends game. It was, it's a lot of fun researching it and, and Googling players from the past and things. And legends games give you freedom to do, to set things up in a different way. Like you can make a, it a much more level, level playing field than you can um, in a normal game. Mm. <clears throat> was was so, there a, um, if you, if you, obviously you went for the Legends game in this one, was there any others um, sort of in the background that you like, other sort of concepts you were considering? Yes. For one, two, three. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, didn't go for them. Um, the, Another thing about the Legends game I really wanted to do was hold, holding players back. Um, so the transfer list gets populated by players that are ahead of the curve, sometimes sometimes on the curve of what the best players in the game already are. You can't really do that in a normal game. I think when 119 was launched, some people mentioned that players should have held back, and I thought it was a good idea. And Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, can, see, I can see where you're going. And I think... Having those um, thousands of players that you've got um, in the locker to to release um, whenever you feel like releasing, because what you could do, I'm just gonna look. We all know that Fat Ronaldo is is in that list. Um, let's say everyone starts having a hundred away players, you could easily just adjust his stats to be a hundred and two, for example. Um, instead of being 99 or 98 or whatever he is now, just this is just a pure example, just so that because you have the ability to release them when you want, you can release them with the stats that you want them to be starting with. So that, because this is a conversation that me and Terry were having previously, like how, how do you aim to keep the game balanced throughout? Because obviously this, this is the first ever game that is fully, fully balanced. <clears throat> Um, in terms of starting teams, yeah. In terms of starting teams, like, uh, is your plans to like, in terms of rises? So let let's say at at the end of the season, um, right? I, I'm I'm going to use me as an example. I've brought in four absolute dons, right? I've got Batistuta, I've got Ronaldo, I've got Messi, I've got whatever, right? This is never going to happen, by the way. So I, I would like to keep dreaming. Um, and then at the end of the season, they they are they are the better players, so really they should be the better players within my team continuously. However, do you look at trying to balance the rises as well so that it's stable throughout the game? So everyone gets a certain amount of rises, certain amount of players based on the amount of game time they've had, etc. Or how, how how are you looking to keep the game balanced? Or is it just going to be if you get the better players, you get the better rises? Um, I'm not planning to change them the the rises that much mm. um i think in the early games it's been adjusted a little bit so they won't be quite as many as they were in the first season and on the last end of season um there were some changes to that i want to look at which i haven't done yet because i've been busy in 120 with 122 okay. yeah the rises i'm not gonna change in terms of um everything staying level i think with 122, the teams you scout and the players you scout is going to make a bigger difference than ever. Okay. If if you do get, if you do find manage and manage to buy some big players, you could get ahead um, more than in other games. Okay, so it's basically the luck of the the draw. Um, yeah, you can you can re do some research and figure out where people could be and um specific player searches could be interesting as well in 122. Ooh, okay. That's a little tip. 
Um, that will just make sure make sure you cut cut that bit out of the podcast. <laughs> don't, 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 just don't, don't release the podcast till the till the turns drop. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Listen to you. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, but 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 no, that that that's really good. But in terms of untrainables, right? Because this is a conversation that you guys had before, and you were talking about players that had twenty seven plus in terms of untrainables. Um, we were likely to see less of those. Um, what is your your plan in this game in terms of where the players are starting? Because I think you released one player, a Tottenham player. I can't remember who it was. Um, in terms of his, yeah, Ben Davis. That was it. You t- in terms of his stats, I think it was like eighty nine away. But are you looking at having everyone's untrainables lower than they've ever been in any other games? Uh, well. For the starting players, the max is going to be 25. Okay. Um, there are some legends which are going to come out later. It was, it's really hard to, to limit them to that. Steven Gerrard being one, he, you know, his vision, aggression, and speed are really high. And there are some other players. But yeah, from the, from the start, it'll be maximum 25. And, and you know, there won't be that many 25s around. Okay. Okay, right. That's that's very different. I was not expecting that. Twenty five, like my my minimum that I go for is thirty. So <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be can't I? Some readjustments there, buddy. I can't, yeah, I can't wait again. for it because it might stop the the sheep mentality of that. You have to just have tens. I honestly can't wait because it will make people think. I think myself. So no, a hundred percent. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I look, I'm all because for I've, it. I I've want always to... said like the the whole ten speed theory. Like I'm sure ten is fast, but like it has to only be that or it's nothing. I've never fully believed. Like I still think you can make really good players on on others, and I think this game will will prove that, which is what it mm. needs. Do you know from my point of view? Mm. Yeah, I think having something different is 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 actually a really good idea. Um. So... <sighs> So one one of the things that you've done recently is you, you're looking at adding some new essays, which um, I think has, has has gone down with a with, uh, as a treat uh, for everyone. This is what we're we're looking at doing. This is this is how you want to try and improve it. You've also looked at the essays themselves, and you've just said, look, a lot of people are buying these ones, but they're not really buying these ones. I'm going to increase the price of this and de- decrease the price of this to try and get that balance going, which Again, I think it's a really good idea. Um, what is your next upgrade? What is your plan for your next upgrade? Is it is it your PCs? Is it the the game itself? Is it the MDS? Is it some sort of automation? Like what what is your what is your next plan? Um, I'm. Or what do you want to do instead of saying what you're going to do? What do you want to do next? Possibly. Um, I'm really just focused on 122 at the moment, getting yeah, getting it launched and then um, you know running a few turns ahead, making sure no players above 25 PV um, untrainables are generated and keeping an eye on it and making sure players are released at the right rate. Um, yeah, I'm not really thinking yeah, about the next change it. beyond. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um... So one of the questions that I had a um I mean what that you were asked in a previous podcast was about how what you do when the game is released. Um and what you usually do is actually join the game because we all know that you was Andelect in uh one to one. Um, oh poor yeah. Jess. Poor Jess. Uh, <laughs> it's not Jess, I'm telling you, it's not him. Is that what Jess um, thinks of him? <laughs> Why did he ever listen uh, to go, you bastard? Yeah, I'm like a real mate, person. There's no <laughs> way, there is no way you're that good that quick. Doesn't I, I know I know his stepdad. Yeah, if you, and his stepdad's yeah, if you get really help. <laughs> nah. Nah, yeah. I don't I don't agree. Yeah. Um anyway, are you joining one twenty two? Even if it's um, got five turns. Yeah, yes. I probably will join. Okay, excited. Love that. Are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> I figure out who you are and play defensive football, mate. <laughs> I, I, I've got a, a string of um, old pseudonyms which I'm, I'm gonna 
bring back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, I've got a really, really good tactic, Ben, that will really work against you. Um, Daryl knows it quite well. Um, and I'm sure you might have heard about this. Daryl, would you like to elaborate? It's got, it's got a nickname. Why it's got do a nickname. Bring it up every party? It makes what, what, is, what, is the, what is the nickname? Oh, I don't know. Shithouse Daryl on the podcast, I think it's called now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing is, I have conversations. I think it's just because there's so many in one place. Like, I'm playing it every week, you know? And I think if it was just one or two, it probably wouldn't bother me. It's the number of it that I think bugs me the most. It's just like... I, I think people have figured out a, ta- a, a certain <laughs> tactic, Ben. Um, and I think this this happened previously with the with the free centre-backs and, and playing out wide and stuff like that. And I think you you fixed it. And I think this particular tactic itself, I mean, we're, we're happy to take it offline and have a conversation with you, but this particular, <laughs> this, this particular tactic seems to now be adopted by, we're, we're talking more than half of Daryl's league. There's other, other teams that are adopting it in their leagues now. It's gotten to a point where Daryl's actually played a friendly against someone and they've actually yeah. gone and played it in the friendly just to basically piss him off because he knows because they know about the tactic yeah. and they beat him and they beat oh, him, they beat yeah. him. Oh, did they not send you the, tech, the, the friendly the friendly like oh, it's a friendly no. and I even spoke to the manager like before the friendly like do you want to do anything in particular are you trying to test anything so like, nah just give some people a run out I was like cool Manny just shut up shut up <laughs> that was that what the... oh my god did a friendly as well I think Part of it now, because the people know it upsets me, I'm probably going to get it a lot more. I understand that because... If yeah. if anyone wants to know what the tactics are, drop me a message. Um, I will send you the tactics. Stuck your West Ham. We should have a... It's we have a plug and play day and everyone uses it? Plug and play day. <laughs> it's the only thing Daryl will see on the match reports. <laughs> everyone uses it. Um, but Ben, obviously th- th- this is... For me, I think it's a small issue. It's not. It's not a massive issue. But um, is there ways to tackle things that people try and break the system? You know, because I know one of the secrets in UB out of the five um, that that are so called out there, and um, which we can go into in a little while. But obviously, this is this is an exploit in in some cases. Um, what the exploit being pressure playing support defense. Um, yeah, along with the other tactics that go with it, and I think I, it's they they can look. I, they all, can I offer with, something, Addy? Can I offer it, something? Just just out of curiosity, if if Ben would agree or not. Uh, for me, I've seen a lot of teams playing certain ways. Like um, like when I f- first started off in uh, the Premier League in the South in season two, um, four five one, very very popular. Everyone did it, and I got beat by it quite often. You know, just like uh, Daryl got very pissed off of it. But I found ways to be. I, I just feel like there's certain formations. If you set up a certain, like I love playing four four two wing backs, wide forwards, but it just doesn't work against certain things. And I, I don't think there's anything that's meta. I just feel like there's some formations and tactics that work right against another certain certain type of formation. So like maybe what Daryl's running into is just that particular setup is very effective against his. I think it's four five one. That that's sort of what I I that's my feeling from it. It feels like it's Before, just I can beat because, it with like, four, five, one. because I've never yeah, claimed yeah, but... about not being able to beat it. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm not time. saying formation. I'm saying I'm saying everything. It's like yes, I know how to beat it. I did it this week. Yeah, I played the this, this game I'm saying. Football and scraped them. Yeah, game and that, that's why that's the issue. That's why I had that's why I added the caveat setup, not just formation, like the tactics. You got a you got a tweet. Like I I notoriously struggled against five three two myself. Um, like you know Jay was one of them. I just couldn't beat him for like all season two. Uh, Martin tried it a few times, couldn't beat him in season two. But then I had joy by changing my way. I didn't really want to, like you. I I want to play four four two, but if I want to win, I got to change it. Mm. Be interested to know your your thoughts on that, then, if that's fair fair uh, assessment. Um, I think support defense and pressure play, which is the main combination which is going on in from the match reports I've seen. Um, I think it's it's pragmatic and it, and it can be effective, but I, I don't think it's um, it's broken or it's too powerful. I think it's probably hard to win a league like that. Like for the odd game, um, yeah, it could be good. And I appreciate if there's a division where a lot of teams are doing that. Uh, maybe like the championship, 
which is a really like scrappy division. It might, you know, it could be frustrating, but yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's definitely it's definitely that <laughs> the thing is so like this week i set up i set up well and i set up to beat it and i beat it one nil but there's nothing satisfying from my end in being forced into the way i played you know that's where the frustration is is you know i hear everyone's argument oh figure out a way to beat it yeah sure every time i've sat down and thought about it i've won that's that's fine like if i have to do that but there's no fun in that for me. That's where my frustration comes is I'm having to play a completely different way than the team I built with the idea of this, which you have to have a core identity of your team. Like you have to, and I've, it's all gone. Like it's all gone. Totally. Like I'm almost mm. at the point where I don't even think I should play target man anymore just because of how the league is, because I don't think it's going to work. And I hate that because I've worked very hard at making Armstrong a 40 PV gold machine. You know, and now is is basically rendered useless against this tactic, and it's that is my issue, you know, and that's where it becomes again like the speed thing. I feel like it's a sh sheep mentality. They see a couple of people, they hear a little bit on a podcast about this works, and I've done this, and you know, blah blah blah. You know, I've even set up like it's how I knock Bordeaux out the cup, so I can't even say that I've never done it. But when it's plug and play, and the, like the manager I spoke to that I got a draw with was like, oh, I don't even scout. I just, it works, so I leave it. Like, he's, like, not thinking. So where the argument back of, like, oh, figure out a way to beat it. He's not figuring out a way to do anything. He's just, this works every week. Yeah, he's, he's, just, he's just stumbled across something that is effective yeah. against and you. And what frustrates um, me is I have to be real the football, one to if you want to win, you... But, yeah, so if he's not changing and he pays mm. to play, I pay to play to just play the way he wants. That's my argument. <laughs> I'm not playing the way I want. So I hear the argument of, well, I'll just figure out what to do. But that means I don't get to play the game my way either, where he's just copy and paste every week. But, but isn't I do understand where you're coming from. My 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 thing is, isn't isn't this game meant to be you changing? Like it's like real football. Like yeah, you're you're sure. not gonna play the same way all the time in real 100%. life. So Yep. But so why isn't he Yeah, but then what what, then what what Daryl's saying is but someone else is doing that. Yeah, he's like not someone, someone isn't even trying. And he's third. Like they're just, yeah. And because he texts me, I forwarded the text to the podcast chat. He doesn't mm. scout. Yeah. He knows it works. It saved him from relegation. He's never changed. So he is doing that. And it works for him, you know? It might be a good way um, of staying in the division. And if there are eight or 10 other managers that do this, one of them's going to be third. I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's hugely effective in, in terms of getting out of the division you know maybe all the teams that do it it just stayed in the division the whole time but maybe, with any mm. tactic that's popular eventually someone will figure out a way of beating it and people will copy that and then yeah yeah, yeah. much a plug and play won't work in the long term it's how I, I would imagine it would go yeah okay um just going back to the sa conversation earlier obviously um changing prices and doing stuff like that out of all of the new essays that you've actually looking at implementing into the game, which one are you looking forward to um, seeing the most? Or seeing in action the most? Um, I think anticipation will be useful. I think I can imagine it being popular and, and game-changing in, in some ways. Um, selfish is going to be fun. Having, I think it's as well. I like, I like the sound of that. Yeah, having a cheap essay that you have to buy, to, you have to pay to remove. Um, and and marking, man marking, specialist is going to yeah open up some different different options, and there's, there are some secrets to come with that. Long shot specialist is fun, and it. There's just some players it makes a lot of sense to have with and so, yeah. it oh, is it sh have the new essays obviously you've done some testing uh have you seen what you wanted to see from it in your testing like the, with the new essays are, are they doing what you would you would hope working as intended as they say yeah that's that's the one mate yeah yeah well said um i've set them up to to do what they're intended to do i haven't run that many matches I've, I've run 
rerun matches from 121 with the essays added to the players from different people's squads and, and tested it that way. And it's, yeah, it's working um, as I'm the, you know, when it's um, used on a mass scale, then it's going there's probably going to be some issues which are going to be thrown up, but I think it's all fine at the moment. That's good. Okay, cool. Um, when you when you sit down and and you say, "I'm I'm I'm going to create this game. I'm going to do this." <clears throat> what makes you sit down and say, "Right, I want to I want to make some new essays," or "I want to change this in the game." Like what? What is it? What what drives that for you? Is it our feedback from 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 actual players, or is it something that you see when you're running a game? Like what is it that that really drives you to to, to start making some changes and or new additions into the game? Mm. Some of them have been manager suggestions, um, and some of them are solutions, um, and some of them are just my my own ideas, but. I do think that I do have to keep developing the game to keep it interesting, to keep it keep it changing. So I, I th- adding and uh, and the more essays there are, the better. I think the more color it adds to the game. Mm. Yeah, and no, I can agree with that. Yeah, I think um, so, even more so now. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've agreed, agreed. Um, you, you see, in one two one, there was um right at the beginning of the game season one and it was it was part of our podcast because everyone was complaining about it and whatever else was i think 10 turns in you change the percentage against the bigger teams because they were hoarding money and not really getting a bigger penalty i think i can't remember what it was exactly but you made a change in the middle of the game is is that does that only happen if you see something that doesn't make sense? Like your plan is you release a game and you don't really want to release it until it's ready, but once you release it, you say, Shit, I should have changed that. Is that what is that what happened with one two one? Um or will you always make changes throughout the game if you think it's it, it's necessary? Um <laughs> If I feel it's necessary, then I could make changes. But when I announced 122, I I was very clear on a lot of points about um, what it would be. And so I tried to make things as clear as possible from the initial initial post. Um, okay. But if, you know, I, I'm always keeping an eye on the game and if I feel a change is needed, then it's something I'll consider. But... Okay, that's fair. Um, um, with um, the held back players, it's something that I can keep an eye on. As long as they're being released on... like There's a certain group of players that will be released in Season 1. I, I'm not going to change that. But the players released on Season 2, 3, 4, 5, potentially, those ones I can move around. <laughs> in terms of... in terms of wait and see how the first lot go. And then judge that from there. Is it like your own personal sort of test? Well, from the start, it'll they'll be they'll be split up into every player will have a a season and a turn number when they're going to be introduced. And the ones that for season one, I'm not going to touch after that. But the ones to, to be released in future seasons, um, I can keep an eye on how fast players are developing and, and move them around, potentially move, change the stats as well a little bit. Is there a chance of, uh, of finding um, some rare ones in, you know, the, a, a, a maybe a one-off but once a season or something like that, like maybe in like trialists or something like that? Because it, it, I, I ask because that's probably one of my few... Like, I really like one two one, but probably one of the sort of weak points of the game is like the trialists are borderline pointless. That that could be sort of interesting if there was something there. Have you been checking your trialists regularly this season? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, they should have been better this season. Uh, yeah, no, there's, been, there's been one or two, um, but most like it might be like a right back, and but he's got like eight speed or something like that and you're just like yeah it's it's a no-go 
Especially yeah, at this was, late uh, point in this particular game, anyway, how far we are in one one and how accelerated the stats were, uh, that yeah, there's there's no point really for me anyway. But well, I, I think trialists they shouldn't be people that get straight into the team. They should be played players that need oh yeah, yeah. need developing. It'll be interesting to see how they are in the 122 as. Um, the starting squad's going to be of a lower standard, so they might be more more relevant in the first season. Yeah, place. yeah, that's that's pretty much what I was I was trying to ask. So that's that's kind of good. But yeah, it'd be just like nice if not necessarily like the big giant names, but say, um, oh god, I'm trying to think of like I, I suppose I have to use like an Arsenal analogy, which would be say like someone like Chris Rare or someone like that or Chris Kawamia. Seeing someone like Medium. that. You're yeah, once or twice. Columbia, yeah, but just just someone like that that's <clears throat> like, like youth level, but just like that name and maybe some decent untrainables, something something like that popping up in your trial list once a season would be kind of nice. But yeah, it doesn't matter either way. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> Will do. Will focus, do. Terry, okay. focus. All right, you carry on, boys. I'm just going to go back through my last few turns. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> No, I always check them. As I say, I've got like the the move of I sell reserve, I call up youth, I put a trial list in, and it's kind of worked for me through there. And that's pretty much if I sell a reserve player, I put call a youth player up to replace it, bring a trial list in, and just keep that rotation. You know. No, I mean, I, I, in all honesty, they, I don't think that they're, they're not like in season one they were good. Like uh, that left wing back I have been, um, he's he's my backup left wing back, and he's so bloody handy, and he's a ten speed as well. I think his name's uh. Uh, I think uh, I forget his name now. Campos. Um, he's a, t- a really good left wing back for me. Uh, and he, he he perfectly fits in where I've got suspensions or injuries, and he always plays well. Perfect, perfect sort of player. And I developed him and I trained him and so on and so forth. And now he's like on the precipice of the team. Um, just it, it's just there's you know yeah something like that. But with obviously the the gloss of legend. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. So, yeah, Ben, obviously Terry's alluded a little bit there in terms of the try list. Um, How do you see um, the players being introduced into the game? For the podcast uh, listeners, the ones that don't read the forums, um, are they going to be introduced into rest of the world teams that they have to scout? So will it be, for example, Fat Ronaldo only going to be in a random Brazilian team? Or could they be anywhere in the world? Or will they be added to the transfer list so that everyone can see them? How how do you envision <coughs> the, the thousands of legends to be added? Some players will be added, added to the transfer list. They'll be separated. And this should, so there may be two or three per week from about, maybe from turn five. And okay. the players that are added will be added to a team that's not scouted. So um, if there was a Brazilian player that played for um, Palmeiras and nobody scouted them, he would go to Palmeiras. Okay. If not, he would go to a Brazilian team that nobody has scouted. And if there aren't any Brazilian teams like that, then he would go to anyone in the world. Ah. So, for example, within the... So, say that again, Dara, sorry? Is that, not gonna, is that taking quite a lot of work to set up or has it been quite an thing, easy thing to code in? Or are you doing I it have just been, yeah, I've been working on um, yeah, getting the, the squads up to date and that side of stuff. But <clears throat> those players aren't going to be released until turn five. So even once the game's launched, I can get that in. But I don't, that won't be too hard to do. So, so, so right. First five turns, me, Terry and Daryl, it's got 10 Brazilian teams each every turn, right? Uh, obviously, there's, I don't think there's that many anyway. That means it leaves you with no more Brazilian teams to be scouted. That means they've all been scouted. So in turn five, you would then put him in somewhere else in the in the world because they've all been scouted. But it's only on that given week. Oh, on that given week. Okay. Yeah. So so right. So if no one scouted him that week, then you okay. can add him in. So okay. if I had scouted Pal- Palmeiras this week and you wanted to put Ronaldo in, it would just default to the next empty Brazilian team. Sort yeah. Of thing. yeah. So okay. I wouldn't cool. a- accidentally find him straight away. That kind of thing. But I, yeah. I don't know um, what the strategy is going to be. I don't know what 
how many people just will just do team random and how many people will you know scout three Brazilian teams every week and I don't know which strategy is going to be um, a good one at the moment it depends on what, every, what everybody else does so so is it impossible then to at, at least at first to stumble across a, a top legend like early doors obviously like the first four turns there's yeah, you're saying you're not going to drop any until turn five. So is there, is there going to be sort of somewhere or will there be some players that are somewhere in between what we got in our squads and there, sort of be- below that bracket? There will be a lot of um, teams you can scout that will have a lot of players mm. on your first team. Cool. Right, right, right from the start. There's plenty of players like that. But the very top, top players like... Like the Ronaldo's, the Messi's, the Maradonas, that they're not going to be released anytime soon. Cool, exciting. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, in terms of 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 one two two and 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 the legends and and the way that you've you you've revamped this game near enough, I I still believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I still believe one two one is a beta. Um, do you feel like 122 is now a legends beta and um a testing for the the balance of the game the new essays um the introduction of players gradually um so that you can go into 123 um and maybe implement both things from from the last two games. <laughs> well, every game that goes out, you learn something that can um, improve future games. But that's true of uh, every FIFA game; they make improvements from each of them. I don't think that makes every FIFA game a beta. No, they're betas. <laughs> I, I, I play FIFA, mate. They don't improve them. <laughs> <laughs> but game twenty three and game. Sorry, yeah, I'm they're not going to be legend games. They're going to be something different again. Yeah, one one twenty three is probably going to be the South American. I mean, I don't know what we're going to call Ultimate Europe. That's that's the thing now. <laughs> you need to, it's still UE, so you need to like try and come just up call with it something. That, just UE and never tell people what it stands for. I, yeah, I never liked the name Ultimate Europe. It's Justin's idea, but it's yeah. I would I'm say with, drop it oh, to UE. Okay, Ooh, all right, one way. What would you have picked? What would yeah, that's it. That oh, is the question. I didn't oh, so have what would you name it? You know, there've been so many football management games that's. It's hard to pick something that hasn't been picked, but like, yeah, I couldn't better it. And you know, it it is that's the name of the game now. But you you could you could abbreviate it and call it BEN or something, right? And, <laughs> and then B could stand for something, E could stand for something, you know, um, and 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 N could stand for something. I, I'm not sure what we would go with. Um, we'll let the listeners they can post up on the Discord what they would like the new game to be called. <laughs> um, oh God. <laughs> Well done, this Fanny. will, just <laughs> this will go down. The ego <laughs> is gonna be. Oh, God. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone wants to call it the Faddy game, you are more than welcome to suggest <laughs> oh, that. God. The more oh, suggestions, God. Ben will listen to them. Um, whether yeah, the he does or not, the more you speak, the more you regret answering your message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can guys, make a shot of attempt. You guys missed me. Yeah, that would be. Guys, old enough to play the original football manager game. It was yes, yeah, on the you know Amstrad Spectrum or whatever. Love my. Do, Spectrum. do you know if, Spectrum ZX? They brought thing. the name football for my football manager from. The original people that did it, or was it? Well, there was a, the one on Spectrum I used to play was called SMS Soccer Management System. I bloody That's loved it. that game. That was the first management yeah. game I ever had. SMS on the Spectrum ZX. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I remember wasn't, trying wasn't to get my dad called... to play and he never wanted to. So I just fucking wasn't there one on the Meg. I used to play one on the Mega Drive. I think it was called like Premier Manager or something. Um, can't remember. The only console one worth talking about is LMA. LMA. Oh, oh, LMA was legit. To build your stadium and yeah, quicker. Just all yeah, the fun. Yeah. But it wasn't was it quick, too quick much dry, to think quick dry about, cement. Yeah, yeah. Quick dry cement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh my God. <laughs> it was glorious. Like them old games. And you think now, like, you know, playing football manager now, it's got like a data hub because of just how football's evolved. And I think back to like LMA, which was basically 
pick your fittest team every match and just cream up. You know, it wasn't very difficult to figure out how that game could be broken. But yeah, it was so, yeah. you know, and it's so much to think about now, you know. I think we used to play one, called, I think, called multiple, multiple football manager, something like that. Um, and if you play 10 midfielders, you just basically win every game. <laughs> very stupid. So <laughs> Well, that is the Barcelona way, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah. Started with six and just put more and more midfielders in and the results just got better and better. <laughs> well, Ben, does that work in UE, by the way? Because I'm very <laughs> tempted to go with 10, <laughs> 10 midfielders. For the counter I was talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the five UE secrets, right? <laughs> yeah. But you, you, you have to use pr- uh, pressure play and support. And support defense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, so Ben, just out of curiosity, um, and this is for everyone, I, I know that you put a lot of time into this game. Um, I know you've worked on this one, two, two since January. If you could accumulate the hours, just a random figure, don't just say a lot. Give me a number. <laughs> How many hours have you put into one, two, two so far? And it's not even released yet. Uh, I. I've put in too many hours to consider how many hours I've put into it. <laughs> Don't even want to know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like before I came, like I was Googling goalkeepers for Swedish, best Swedish goalkeepers ever and thing. yeah. <laughs> Has it been part fun, though, like digging? Like, it is. From a research point of view, away from, you know, business work, making the game, like finding out about some of these players... And stuff you it is re- yeah. There's a there's a lot of really good stories out there. A lot, a lot of good players. Um, the the problem is if people don't Google them, they'll just be random names. Yes, you might not uh, even know it's a legend. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. But it, it is it is it's much more fun working on, on legends games than it is just updating a normal game, trying to get squads up to date and get players players as good as they should be, as valuable as they are in real life. With the Legends game, there's a lot more leeway for you know what a player was throughout his career, and you know the ages can can vary to to try and get the squad values and to so everyone's the same. And it's yeah, there's a lot more flexibility in the Legends game. So before the last one, when was the first time you thought about doing a Legends game? Around what time was the first time it came into your head like you wanted to give it a go? Um, it's something me and Justin discussed um, um, years earlier, but it, it just seemed like a lot of work. But... So you waited two years on your own. <coughs> it seems to make sense. <laughs> well, when you're when you're running it with someone else, you kind of feel like you've got to put the same amount of work into it. Yep. But when it's just me, um, if I want, if I do, I, I can just like spend. Like for a couple of months beforehand, I'm spending, I don't know, half the evenings in a week just, tr- you know, tr- trying to get players in and working on it just to try and get it up together. Um, so in a way, it was easy to do it by myself just because I could just immerse myself in it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. A bit more at your I'm, own I'm, speed, I'm, no sort of deadline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm, I am looking forward to it. the game being launched so I can just... Yeah, let's let it go. Because <laughs> it's something you never really finish. You could always you could keep adding players and researching players and populating the squads for you know for three more months. But well, yeah, do, you, do you envisage like a, like a lot of changes like during the game? I mean, I think like one of the sort of things common. Th- Sort of threads brought up was by other managers, and in one two one was like the how how the rises were a bit too much at first, and then you know then they sort of pretty much died out sort of later. Um, and obviously um, the interest, and then the northern leagues coming in, and the um, the play at the cash UE UE sale sort of thing. Do, do you sort of envisage less chopping and changing during this game? Well, there's a lot of different points there. Uh, I think I addressed yes, things um, in the, the in the when 122 was announced. I um, addressed a lot of things about what, what would happen. Um, there won't that there won't be a point offer. The point offer, I think it served a purpose. I thought it was 
it was a good thing by and large. And but yeah, I'm not planning to um, to, to to chop and change anything. But you know, you know, you never know how it's going to unfold. But I think I'm after 121. I'm more prepared for to make things clearer from the start in 120. Cool. Um. So, Ben, in in terms of the the game one two two itself, how if you if you was to make a a team and you had to pick a goalkeeper, a centre back, a centre midfielder, and a striker, so the complete spine of your team. Who would you pick and why? Um, are these from like the best legends? This ever? is ledger. This is the legends game right now. You you like you are going to take a team, probably and elect again because we know who you are. Um <laughs> and who would you look to go out and sign in this legends game to make the spine of your team? When I do play, I've got a I can only really scout random teams. I can't because you know I know where some people could be or could turn up, so I can't act on that. So I just got to um, scout random teams. Um, so some of my favourite players, I uh, I really like Neville Southall as a goalkeeper. Yes, you do. When okay. I was yeah in, in the eighties, um, Virgil Van Dijk has brought so many good times for Liverpool that. I'd probably have him in defence. Lothar Mateus was just a beast. I, in the nineteen ninety, he was he, incredible, and the Brazilian Ronaldo for a couple of seasons was better than Messi. Or okay, or my, yeah, my, before his knee injury. Yeah, some of the YouTube clips of him there. Then, yeah, incredible. So Ben, um. Obviously, in terms of this game, there's going to be some leagues that are um, not as busy. Usually, it's the northern area. I think in previous games, it was always that, that Portuguese league. Um, and obviously, as as the game has progressed, it's, it, it's sort of got into the northern league. But whilst it still picks up some teams, um, what I've seen is some of the UEFA teams haven't been picked up. What is your plans behind trying to get managers in? Um, and how how can we make it better to have more managers in there? Do you think maybe adding more English teams and another league and or something like that would 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 be a better option? Um, I think to 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 have four English divisions, it, like the, the cap calendar get pretty squashed already. To add a fifth, I th- yeah, I think it would be yeah. Tricky. Okay, I, you know, I've put the the off the three season ticket offer for to entice people in to, to to take them up for a second team to give those leagues longevity. There are some managers who have just said any who I, who I can put in as anywhere, which I can try and bulk them up. And there are some people who um, didn't reply, but I'll I'll send them a team out anyway. And once the games. Um, sent out i expect some people will try and join then i think um daryl you said matt was going to do that yeah i think he was going to wait until i start harassing him and then he's just going to email uh-huh. i want in from the conversation yeah. i had I you know I, I, I hope they'll I've, got, I've got you back don't worry we'll never let him leave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i know um i think it was greg that said the northern league should be dropped or, or whatever and if if the like the the fourth divisions are aren't that full, it's not too big a deal. Um, and I I know 122 starting in a different circumstance from 121. You know the pandemic's um, pretty much gone. Fingers crossed. And you know people are busier, so people don't have as much time on their hands. But yeah, I I hope the divisions will fill up, and I'll do my best to get them full up. But. Are you happy with the response to it from like how other games have gone and your expectations and customer base? Are you happy with the response and are people? Yeah, play? I, I, I am happy. Um, some of the some of the leagues aren't as um, immediately popular as others, but that's that was always going to be the case. But you know, the English league filled up fairly quickly, and 
Do you, you go know, into I'm, a game with yeah. like a sort of minimum, you know, what you expect, or do you just wait and see, or do you go in like from a business brain, like, you know, I need at least this kind of number, and have you reached that? Do you, do you go into it like that, or is it not really? No, I, I just want it to be as as busy and, and as good as possible, and and the two go hand in hand really. The busier a game is, the better it is. The more managers there are to buy and sell players from each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. I've I've only got a couple more questions, really, Ben. But um, <clears throat> one one of the questions was more of a banter question. Um, how long was the squad list that Jay sent you? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, if it starts with um, then it was long. It was it was pretty long. Um, and but it, it it was it was succinct. There was a lot of detail, and there was a lot of players. He said this player should actually should play for this team instead of Basiktas and and things like that. It it, it was quite a good list. Uh, there were there were some people I sent like a, a huge list of players, like a hundred list of players players for their team they sent me another list of 120 back including the ones i sent them and jay's was actually pretty good but it was (laughs) okay um and then the final thing is what is your um what is your plan or what is your goal for 121 now 122 is coming aboard do you do you envision it to be like a normal hard forward game that goes to seven, eight seasons and hoping that the Legends game does the same? Because I think the other one's in season nine, isn't it? <clears throat> um, is is that what your plan is? Because like, I've been in this game for a very long time and games don't usually hit past six or seven. And recently they have been. Mm, my, my plan is for every game to last, but it, it never seems to work out that way. <laughs> all, all I can do is just run the game. Um, and hope managers still enjoy it and keep and keep playing. Yeah, I, I don't plan for a game to end. Okay, cool. That's that's a fair point. So, of all the games um, you've done, sorry, I've just I just thought of a question. All the games you've done, which one has been the smoothest? Which one was like you would say from a from a working point of view, from your effort and problems and things you've had to fix? Is there one that stands out that? pretty much went with the idea you had of setting it up, went smooth, as smooth as it could. Is there one particularly? Mm, um, there's been a lot of games. There's been, you know, been 110 games. Mm. Um, I, I can't remember how smooth most of them were, really. Just forget. <laughs> was, there, was there any in particular that were a disaster? Um, some of the ones that caused the most waves were some of the best ones. Like 121 caused a lot of waves, but it's it's been the, the best game ever, really. So you know, the busier a game is, the more waves it's going to make. Yeah, yeah, no, I can agree to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, to end the show, um, this is obviously different to the format that we're going to be going in with. Um. In a, in a couple of weeks' time, when when the game actually releases, but just wanted to end on one of your stories, Daryl. Ah, so we mentioned. I don't think we actually recorded it of you being a Walking Dead fan. So I knew Andrew Lincoln quite well. Like he used to drink in my granddad's pub. Um, and one night we'd been out in the casino gambling our tits off. And maybe some substances and alcohol was consumed, maybe. Like, I've, I've been told that the occasion. But we, it was daytime by the time that we come out of the casino because it was a 24-hour place that I think it was Leicester Square. Um, and we proceeded to go to um, B&Q and we bought some Black Lino. And then we went to, I can't remember, the toy shop and bike, bought Kaplunk. And we spent the whole day in a hotel laying on this black Lido for obvious reasons that I'm sure people can figure out playing probably the most intense game of Kaplunk that I've ever played in my life where literally the loser and we could both feel it. The loser would literally be dead. Like if you lost this game of Kaplunk, there was a couple of other guys there that were with him. I can't remember their name because they were irrelevant, but yeah, that's why. And I refused to him to ever watch walking dead because of the memory of that night and the fear I had of losing this Kaplunk game. For about eight years, I didn't watch Walking Dead till very recently because I just wouldn't. 
And then eventually I succumbed and emailed him. I'm like, fine, I think I'm sober enough now to get over that horror show of laying on this black lino in a random hotel. All I remember is just the receptionist's face as me and obviously this guy, he wasn't particularly famous at the time, which is why. Um, but their face of me and him just got this black lino over our shoulder and kaplunk in the other hand. Just her face of, oh my God, what is happening? It's like like 9.30 in the morning that we've done this after being in a casino. So yeah, that is probably my most famous tale. But yeah, it was it was madness. But yeah, I never watched Walking Dead for years because of it. I refused to do it because of him. Kaplunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just laying on Black Lino playing Kaplunk. And I don't know why Kaplunk. I can't remember the story in the casino that made us think that was a good idea. But it, we, we were so tired and drunk and high and just everything rolled into one that this game of Kaplunk was just the most intense thing I've ever felt. And it stays with me too. You know, sometimes when you get a fear, it flashes back to like a big fear. I go back <laughs> to laying on that lino playing Kaplunk about losing. And you've got no control on winning Kaplunk. It's literally luck. And yeah, uh, just, yeah, that made me think of that with The Walking Dead. So, yeah. Kaplunk's the game with, uh, with the sticks, right? And you've got to pull out, stop the ball dropping, right? No, what? no, it's no, the, what when you push the dice in the middle, remember? Yeah, you and you go round in the middle, and then you go round, and you just have to push the dice and pray that it lands on the number. But you can, if you don't land on the right number to go up home, you have to sort of go backwards, and that's what made it so long and so intense. For that we just couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, Daryl, can we can we just say we look forward to your uh, <laughs> your your resubmitting your visa in two thousand and twenty eight? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll have to hope. I can appeal. But wasn't that, wasn't that frustration? That wasn't Kaplunk. No, it was Kaplunk. Mm. Sure, it was Kaplunk. I'm Googling it right now. Frustration was the one with the dice in the middle, and then you had like four different color okay, teams. Then it was it? frustration. Oh my God, I've always yeah. thought it was Kaplunk. No, it was the one with the dice in, and it yeah, was just yeah. me and him and these two other guys. Can't remember who the guys were. They were grim. I don't know where. Yeah, four, four color teams, yeah? Maybe. And I just remember the fear. The fear is like me going near rabbits. Did you win? Uh, Did you lose? No, I didn't win. No. No. That's why it, it scarred me for life. <laughs> he won. He won. And he left to me and this other guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, so like like 18 months later, he obviously, he got out of that lifestyle a lot earlier than me. Um, and then he, uh, when like he found out that I was obviously out of that lifestyle, he actually come and visited me in my detox center where you wasn't allowed and he'd just done you know i think it was the film that he'd done but he made special uh, arrangements to come and see me to wish me well shake my hand and we only talk by email now like he's a very busy man he's a very famous man and i'm sitting oh. here doing my thing you know um but he, <laughs> he checks in occasionally but yeah it was um that's nice yeah 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 he made special visit to he wasn't even allowed in he talked to me through like this cage in detox it was great and literally, that's the same same place I was in when I started playing this game. So it was all kind of come together at once, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the, that's the last time I've seen him in person because, like, yeah, as I say, he's, he's, he's gone on. Did you, did, you notice so. the, did you notice the correlation there, though, Daryl? <laughs> that frustration with the red, yellow, and blue and green things, you got to plug them in and you didn't win. You plug them. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, that was so that bad. was really bad. It, so yeah, bad. Yeah, um, but speaking of I'll, speaking I'll of Walking Dead, speaking of Walking Dead, you know that they're making a film. Haven't they been doing oh. that for ages? Oh, I didn't know if you guys knew. Yeah, they've been preparing oh. that for ages. I think he's in the film though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it the first three or four seasons, and then. I don't know. I watched it till he like he died, and then I've I've sort of tried to watch, and I just you know, oh spoiler alert! If you never watched Walking Dead, wait, he away. died. <laughs> well, he got carried away. Not dead, is it? It's you know, not in it anymore. I always say killed off, you know, in series. Um, but then when he wasn't in it like regularly, it was just a bit garbage. Just felt like they're clutching a little bit, you know, for me. It was the beards that got me. That you know, this kid grew up to be. I don't know, a teenager from being seven or whatever, and everyone's still shaving. Yeah, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> everyone's still full makeup and beard, no beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love the. Seasons, though. <laughs> I, I think I think it's a great concept though, like the whole idea behind it. I actually really like the spinoff they did, the Fear of the Walking Dead. I actually really enjoyed that too. I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was really good. 
I, I never saw it. Yeah, you should try to check it out. Actually, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Cool. Well, Ben, thank you very much. Uh, really appreciate your time. It's a pleasure, um, guys. Obviously, one two two is is officially out on the twenty eighth. Um, yeah. Are we looking at are we looking at Thursday turn? So it's going to be a week straight away, or are you looking at extending it for the first week, or is it? No, it'll be um, a, a week deadline. Yeah, cool. the first deadline is on on my birthday as well, so no complaints on that day. Save until the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We will we'll keep that in mind. Um, first of all, fa- again, sorry, thank you um, for for joining. Again, happy birthday um, for <laughs> for the fifth of May. Uh, enjoy and um, and yeah, look after yourself. Cheers, guys. Thanks.